Hey guys, welcome back to Black Sheeptober. Welcome back, y'all. Welcome back. Um, as you can see, <laughs> as you can see, if you're looking a, at us in the in the YouTube version, yes, it's a little different today. <laughs> um, uh, we're looking a little spicy. <laughs> <laughs> looking a little um, faded. Yeah. Um, it's happy Halloween. Today is October thirtieth. If you're watching on, obviously video version but it's coming out a little bit earlier if you're on audio you can't see us yet but we are in costume but in you should definitely season. check us out yeah you should definitely check us out <laughs> if you haven't already uh, bro yeah. i cannot oh my god wait what, what? Just happened did you do that no i didn't do anything oh my god dude the black sheep literally just did a backflip off the fucking table he wants to kill himself that was so weird maybe i did you probably nudged him huh maybe he was just leaning like this yeah but it literally looks like he went yeah same i don't know okay anyways anyways we're we probably nudged him we are in costume because it is uh you know very it very close halloween. to halloween so happy halloween y'all <laughs> I, I hope that you enjoyed your <laughs> <laughs> i literally cannot with like how we look in the viewfinder right now so the reason or how this came to be i guess basically how did it come to be so we were talking and i was like should we dress up for the last episode of black sheep tower right um, cause especially it's going to be on Halloween and like, you know, just, just to time. end the season. Like, I mean, you know, to end that little, yeah, it just makes sense. Yes. And then we started thinking about costumes. Like what should we be right? Last year we decided to do a costume together as well. And we were the iconic Jeepers Creepers, uh, siblings in the very first Jeepers Creepers. Yes. I think um, his name was Derry. I think hers, Gina, Derry and Gina. I no? Yeah. I think it was Gina though um but yeah we decided to be them and this year we're, we were just looking all over the place we just couldn't find like what to be like yeah all of the freaking other siblings is just like i don't know yeah we wanted we wanted something iconic either like either, like, a, like a sibling duo or just like a duo you know that we right. could both do and then we were, i yeah, we were <laughs> came up. across Chichen, a chichin chong photo yeah and i basically asked my brother i was like should we be chichin chong and i was like that's fucking sick as and fun. you were like yeah let's fucking do it and i'm fucking chong <laughs> of course <laughs> my brother has the easiest fucking costume i swear it like is. all he has on that it's he wouldn't normally wear out is a mustache i wouldn't really wear this shirt but hey like i think you disco it, you can pull it off it's it's your vibe but me on the other hand i feel completely not myself at <laughs> you all you got a beard on i got a beard on i literally have like so many pubes glued to my face right now it's so uncomfortable and so itchy and my mustache is coming off but, but you know what and i got this wig on that's also itchy i got a bandana these headphones pressing all of this itchy curliness <laughs> around my ears right now but you look good you, but look you know good. what i'm feeling it yeah you know when you feel i'm it. feeling the vibe i'm feeling the part <laughs> i feel great when you look good, you feel good, you know what I mean? Say. <laughs> and also, I've never dressed up as a dude ever in my entire life, I don't think. That's funny because like, like, I feel literally like... literally ever. Oh. Like, I've never dressed up as a dude. Like, every time I dress up, it's a girl or a girl character, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So this time, it was kind of different for me. Like, it's kind of cool, though. I kind of like it. You know, I woke up. I didn't have to do my makeup. I didn't have to do my hair. Just put a wig on, put a mustache on. Ready to go. Ready to go. Ready to party. <laughs> I say. <laughs> All right. Um, but anyways, uh, yeah, if you want to see, we did a little photo shoot. If you want to see that, it's going to be yeah, on our Yeah, check out our Instagrams. Instagrams. For that. Follow me on Twitter. I po 
post on Twitter sometimes. Yeah, he decided to make a Twitter. No, I mean a tweeter. A Anyways, tweeter? so yeah, do you want to tell him a little bit about the photo shoot? Yeah. So basically, <laughs> we we obviously picked out a photo that we wanted to recreate. Yeah. You know, and like basically go off of, and which is what inspired like these outfits and like you know, but um after that we were like oh let's just do some random shots and we should go somewhere like in nature you know that that would just like fit the vibe perfectly yeah and we decided to get a joint (laughs) (laughs) and light it up for the photo and well whose idea was it to light it up i was like we'll just pretend that we're lighting and you're like just light it bro yeah i was like just light it because then you know we could use like the the smoke and everything in the photo and it would look cool (laughs) <laughs> so he lit it and i wasn't expecting it to like get lit and i'm like over here like inhaling like <laughs> pretending just like looking at the uh camera for the photo just inhaling for some reason just like like breathing in through the freaking joint basically <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> and then it just actually like fucking lit and i took like the longest freaking hit ever and i was i was just not expecting it like it just went all the way straight through without me even like knowing that was happening <laughs> And I started coughing, but anyways. Uh, the other thing that was funny was like we were like kind of like set up like behind this building, and like there was a, a like a passageway yeah. for cars to go like drive by. We're like people kind of in the middle us. of the road, but not really. <laughs> and so like people kept looking at us, and like we were literally outside of like a courthouse. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then like these this guy like literally stopped and like rolled down his window, and he was like what's happening man yeah and like like, people kept driving by and putting down the window and just saying like random quotes from the movie yeah literally (laughs) and i was like oh my god it was really funny though it was a good time it's a good time but yeah so check out our photos on instagram um links uh, down in the description as always yeah anyways so that's what we're dressed up as comment down below what you guys are dressing up as yes for halloween you come on you gotta gotta dress up you gotta dress up you gotta you gotta do something What's like the easiest costume you could be? I'm I'm pretty sure a lot of people are gonna be like the people from Squid Game, maybe not. Yeah, it's not as I feel like I feel a lot like of people could are gonna be that, but mm, like the easiest one. The easiest one probably like a cat. Oh, just draw some whiskers on. Or just cat like ears. just have like some like I don't know house like whatever dead like just a dead person like have like some dark eyeliner and some like white. Yeah. Or a vampire. Like Vampire's a zombie. Easy vampire or a girl on her period how is that a costume because you could people would think that you're like a zombie oh okay but <laughs> i mean you could like wear something and then you could make that a costume a girl on her period yeah oh like hey pants? i'm a girl on my period and you have like a period stain on your pants oh my god that would be amazing <laughs> i don't think anyone would actually want to wear that what, what if a guy did that would it be offensive oh i don't know <laughs> <laughs> you just walk around and you see a guy what are you i'm a girl on her beard yeah no he can't do that no not that's he, off limits he like to dresses a guy. up with like long hair and like no. has like baggy clothes and like some no, sweatpants not at all no he he has no right for that <laughs> anyways um so yeah comment down below what you're gonna be um this is not what we're gonna be like for halloween this is just what we wanted to do for the podcast yes um just to like make it a little duo thing you know mm-hmm but do you know what you want to be actually for Halloween? I just don't know if I'm going to get the opportunity to dress up. <laughs> like, what, Yeah, we don't where? really know, but you have an idea of what you want to be. I want to be like a werewolf and I want to wear like a leather jacket, have some suspenders. Right. And then like, I don't know, 
have some like hair coming out here have some hair coming out on my wrist like from a long mm-hmm. shirt or something i just want to be a werewolf where are you gonna get the hair i don't know you're gonna like shave an actual wolf <laughs> <laughs> yes i'm gonna shave an actual wolf, wolf. um but that's what yeah. i kind of want to be i don't know what the hell i'm gonna be still but so you're gonna be the incredibles the incredibles girl I don't know if I'm going to be that. I mean, that's just the costume that I have. So I guess if I had to dress up and I had nothing else planned, that's what I would go to, I guess. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Kind of sad that October's almost over. I can't believe it's just gone by so fast. I know. I don't like it. It makes me very upset. I wonder if like everyone else feels like that too. Yeah. Like, I they... saw a post actually on my like Instagram feed. Someone said something about like being sad that like, are you sad that there's, like, 10 days left in October and you haven't done anything spooky at all? Yeah. <laughs> I feel like, well, yeah. Why is it like that? I don't know. This this year just felt kind of weird. Yeah, the vibe feels a little weird. I don't know. Um, There's also, like, yeah, like people were talking about it at work, too. It's like, I haven't done shit, like, for Halloween. Like, no one's doing anything, so. Mm-hmm. But it's also, like, just pouring rain a lot of the days. Yeah, but I don't know. That doesn't have to do with it, though. Yeah. I guess just it's the plan of, like. Here. I mean, I've been trying to plan with my friends to go to, like, a pumpkin patch and stuff, but it's just, like, I don't know. Our schedules are just, like, so different. It's hard for us to actually, like, set a time for all of us to hang out at the same time, so. We're just getting old, that's all. Yeah. Last year, I remember, we, like, went to a haunted house and, like. We went to, like, that. Oh, you're talking about the haunted house. Oh, no, that was not last year. Oh, you're talking about yourself. Are you talking about us? Did we do anything last year? No. Nothing at all? You what did you do? I was, I was on an anniversary <laughs> oh, with my ex girlfriend. <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean you were on an anniversary? What does that even mean? Like we our date was October thirty first. Yeah, but did you do anything spooky like October? No. You didn't go to a haunted house, nothing, pumpkin patch. I think we went to a pumpkin patch. Oh. Yeah, I don't know. I think I last year I went to a haunted house and. I don't know. There's just like I don't even I don't even know what's going on or like where. So you mean this year? Yeah, like you know, there's sometimes like the scary mazes and like different yeah. shit that they like do. I don't even like I don't know. I guess I haven't really looked into it because who the fuck am I gonna go with? Yeah. If no one is available to go. Anyways, so um, today. Today. Today we are gonna be talking about. Many different things. But first, are you ready to get into it or what? Yeah, I'm ready. All right. All the time ready. You ready, Black Sheep? Was born ready. What did you just do there? Mm-hmm. Did you put the chip vertically in your mouth? <laughs> your mustache is like about to fall off. My mustache is barely hanging on. <clears throat> oh my god, I need to drink water. <coughs> I think you can just say that like as a form of like... Just a saying. That mustache is barely hanging on. <coughs> I feel like that's just a thing that oh. people should say. Yeah. My mustache is barely hanging on. No. No? No, because you could just say you're barely hanging on. I'm just be like, oh, man. My mustache how's, is barely hanging on today. When would you say that? When someone's like, how's your day? Yeah. How's your day? How's your day going? Man, my mustache is just barely hanging on today. <laughs> but it's like funny because you actually have a mustache <laughs> that's barely hanging on. <laughs> it's too meta. All right, so... So what are we talking about today, man? Well, first of all, I want to talk about... We'll get we'll get into the the title, I guess, later on a little bit. But okay. first, I want to talk about 
just a few little cute creepy things you know cute creepy things i mean i'm sure you've heard of like scary things happening on like sets of a scary movie um yes yes i've heard things i mean i've heard multiple things of people you know saying that oh on so-and-so movie like did you hear about the shit that was happening like behind the scenes cursed films yeah cursed and um i guess before like i never really thought about that Mm -hmm. like when i was younger watching scary movies like i just thought like this is all fake you know like I don't think the actors ever really get scared or anything. Even if, even though, like, if I was an actor doing a scary scene in, like, a dark place or something or, like, in the, in the woods or in a cave or some shit like that, like, I would feel like I'd be scared. Yeah, but I feel like there's too many people there for them to be scared. Like, because you're comforted. Yeah, you're you're right. comforted by everyone else that's there. I guess there. you're not, like, by yourself and the friggin' camera guy only. Yeah, there's, like, a whole ass movie set. <laughs> yeah. It's not like the skits that we make, bro. But. <laughs> when we're actually scared. The only movies that I think about, like, maybe some shit did happen, are, like, movies where they're doing, like, exorcisms mm-hmm. or where they're reading, like, certain Bible passages or, mm. like, calling out or, like, speaking in Latin or something. Like, I feel like maybe some shit actually, like, goes down and shit like that. Right, where there's, like, like conjuring, where they're, like, doing, Or like someone a- playing possessed. Like, I would be scared to play someone being possessed in a movie. Really? Yeah, while they're, like, reading shit at me and throwing holy water at me, I would feel like something's actually about to come inside <laughs> my freaking body. Well, like, what I was gonna say was, like, you know, when they're, like, doing, like, a seance or something in the conjuring or, like, in Insidious, when mm-hmm. they're doing a seance, like, that's actually, like, what a seance looks like, right? Yeah. So it's, like, could, like, come out. Yeah, hairs in my mouth, dude. <laughs> Bro, we've been getting mustache hairs in our nose, in our mouth, just everywhere. Just trying to eat yogurt earlier, and that shit was just <laughs> full of hair. Just trying to eat yogurt. <laughs> okay, so first um, movie that I came across was The Possession. I like that movie. I like that movie, too. Do you remember what it was about exactly? Uh, I remember that there was, like, a, a guy. Yeah. Yeah. And the daughters, like, got this little box from, like, a yard sale, right? Yeah, the Dybbuk box. Was it a Dybbuk box? It was a, it was a Dybbuk box, yeah. Damn. Um, <clears throat> so basically, it's about a cursed Dybbuk box, and then it, it, like, attaches itself to this one little girl that decides that, oh, this is so cute, Dad, I want to take this home. Yes. Just, what the fuck? What kind of girl just wants a regular weird box? But it was kind of like speaking to her already. It was calling to her. Yeah. Um, anyways, so I guess on the set... Um, a few things happened. One being that the lights, like multiple lights, were like exploding for no reason hmm. on the set. Which, like the light bulbs would like. Yeah, like they would just like explode randomly. Damn. What do you think about that? Do you think that's like normal? That could be explained. Well, I don't know. I mean, that's kind of weird because like, like exploding light bulbs. Yeah, like I know light bulbs do that when they have like too much like electricity <clears throat> like going through them, right? Because it gets too much to be inside their glass. Hmm. But why would they just explode randomly? Like, can they get like that shit fixed? Like, no, I don't think that's because like I've never that's been on a not movie super set. Super normal. I don't think I've ever really seen a light bulb explode in my lifetime. No, I don't think I've seen it in person. <clears throat> but maybe like going out or, you know, but not exploding. Yeah. So that that's a little, you know, weird. But you know, I guess it's not like impossible for it to happen. But frequently, that's kind of that's, I mean that's just weird. Yeah. Um. Also, chilly breezes, like, enclosed 
indoor sets mm. like they would just randomly feel like cold breezes or drafts or whatever it's cold spots yeah that's what the paranormal Which investigators is, yeah call like them. when people are investigating and stuff like that that's usually what they talk about like oh this feels this area feels cold right here there's something cold or like just randomly you'll feel yeah something cold or hot or whatever do you guys feel that cold spot right now <clears throat> listen guys you feel that listen yeah <laughs> listen and you'll feel it <laughs> um and then last thing which is freaking crazy i guess the storage facility that they had all the props in including the divic box mm. um just caught on fire whoa yeah and everything in it like burned basically so um, what was this at the end of the shooting the movie or something yeah i think it was when i don't know exactly but i think or maybe it wasn't and they replaced most of the props but most of the like some of the actors on set were like they didn't want them to like replace the debut box with a new one because they were scared they thought that like some shit was actually like going on with the box and they were like well i don't want that shit on set anymore what? so they didn't want to replace the <clears> box <throat> yeah i guess they were telling the they were saying that they didn't want to get a replacement for the debit box oh so the debit box burned down yeah and so there was no debit <clears> box anymore. so they probably thought that like okay some shit is going on fucking wusses but um they obviously like investigated it and everything and investigators actually ruled the fire like the cause of the fire un undetermined mm. so like there was no like arson no like there's some spon cigarette or a match thrown in there or nothing like it just they just didn't know what the fuck caused spontaneously it spontaneously caught on fire <clears throat> spontaneous yep. combustion so i think that that's pretty interesting that's weird so like did I ever, did you read about like if they got the dipit box like from like a real like haunted thing or was I don't it just know a maybe they prop? just like ordered one. You think they would do that? I feel like they would just make it because they have to make it for like for the movie. Oh shit! I don't know because that doesn't I make have any sense. To that but that I doesn't mean... make any sense because it's like if it's not haunted, why would all this shit just be happening? It's just because like they're calling out to something. I don't know. Do you really think they would make one? Yes. Why wouldn't they just buy like creepiest? Divic box. Mate, this is a movie. They're not gonna. They have money. <laughs> they don't think it's real. They don't care. <laughs> <laughs> they exactly. They have money. Yeah. So like, they want to make it look super dope. Like they I don't wanna, know. They want to add their own details. I guess that 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 does. I don't know. Like if it was something that they just made, then that wouldn't make any sense. Yeah. <clears throat> okay. So another one was the exorcism of Emily Rose. Of course, cause mm -hmm. I've seen that coming. Um, so Jennifer Carpenter is in that. You know who that is? I didn't even know she was in that. Me either. I don't think I ever... Did we watch that movie? Jennifer Carpenter? I don't think I've ever actually seen Wait, who's Jennifer before. Carpenter? Okay. Do you know who Jennifer Carpenter is? I thought she was the one from Ghost Whisperer. <laughs> no. Oh. Jennifer Love Hewitt? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Jennifer was Jennifer Carpenter. I thought you would know, because my brother knows, like, all the names of the fucking I, actors bro, and I, celebrities and I do, singers I do. and... But I heard names familiar, but what is she in? I'm Dexter. She's the sister. Oh, fuck. Yeah. yeah, you're right. I didn't know that was her name, but I guess she was in Dexter. They were, like, married together, weren't they? And they, like, divorced each other. I don't know. Yeah, I they were. I think they were. That's so awkward. Yeah, that is kind of awkward. They play, they play like... <laughs> you okay? <laughs> they play, like, brothers and sisters on the show Dexter, and, like, they were married to each other. Yeah. In her, like, hotel room. 
once they were like already filming it right in the middle of filming everyone has their hotel rooms um her radio in her hotel room like kept turning on and off by itself Hmm. and a lot of the times when it would turn on it would play this specific song called well it's by pearl jam and it's called alive i've never heard the song before have you Mm, at least i don't think i have but i guess that specific song was playing i haven't i don't know what the lyrics say exactly Mm -hmm. do you want to like look it up and see maybe there's something like creepy about it alive by who by pearl jam pearl jam you guys know who pearl jam is yeah do you guys know the song because they probably do maybe i have but i don't maybe i have heard of it but do you want to play it or or just look at the lyrics see if there's anything like weird in there but that song just kept playing and i guess in other cast like other cast members also heard this song like playing on their radio in their hotel room Hmm. so it was just randomly switched on for these different cast members in their hotel rooms um to the point where they they got like so creeped out with this song and just the radio keep turning on kept turning on like to the song that they ended up like removing all the radios from the hotel rooms Whoa. and like even tvs would like be turning on just by themselves and they were like okay fuck that but i don't know if that's like if that has to do with them filming the exorcism of emily rose and like i don't know maybe something was following them or if it was the specific hotel that was like haunting oh, yeah <laughs> I don't know what hotel they were staying at, but maybe that. Well, I'm looking at the lyrics it. right now. I mean, I don't. I don't Does it know say anything it's... weird? What's the chorus say? The chorus just says, "Oh, I, oh, I'm still alive. Hey, I, oh, I'm still alive. Hey, I'm still alive." That's so creepy. Imagine hearing that. <laughs> but how does it go? Hey, I'm still alive. But look, it says while she walks. Oh. What does it say? So like, you think I was talking about like I'm still alive? Like the the actress mm-hmm. was talking. I mean, like the person that was going through that. Emily Rose, what was her name? What was her real name? Not Emily Rose, was it? Annalise. No, what the fuck? I don't remember her name. Hold on. Oh, I'm still <laughs> alive. So it was just like her like saying like, I'm still here. When they were filming that movie. You know, like her biography. Yeah, maybe. I was right, Annalise. Annalise what? Annalise Mitchell. Oh. <clears throat> A German woman. At age 16, she began shaking uncontrollably and seeing demons. What Creepy. did she do? Do you know her story? Was she playing the Ouija board? Did she? I don't know if she did. Oh. I can't remember if that was actually a detail or not, but she, like her family, I don't know. I think she was, I don't know what religion she was, but her family like went to a specific church a lot and then randomly she just started oh all this started happening but i don't remember exactly what led up to it okay another one was the conjuring which was i think the first one it was based on the true story of the Peron family i mm-hmm. think that's how you say it um so i guess the the hotel that the cast members were staying in actually caught on fire oh my god everything's just <laughs> everything on catches fire. on fire so weird things explode and things catch on fire yeah um so everyone like had to evacuate everyone in the whole hotel had to evacuate because fire just randomly fucking started yeah i know there's a lot of stuff with like the conjuring 
I feel like a lot yeah. of stuff happened during that set. Yeah, because they actually go to the real sets. Yeah. Like, where shit actually happened. And I guess, like, the family members were actually there on set a lot of the time. Some of the, like, some of the family members. And that the mom, like, she just did not ever want to, like, step foot on set. She was like, I'm never going back there again. Like, I just, I can't. She was, like, terrified. Um, And I guess... Ver- this one actress her name is vera Farmiga. i think she was a paranormal paranormal investigator in the conjuring mm-hmm. movie um i guess one night like she she was like experiencing weird stuff she was actually very like paranoid i guess and like she didn't even want to take the script home because she said that it like just gave her the creeps and she didn't <laughs> ever want to read it at night because she just felt like someone was watching her i feel like all of that can be very like just all in your head type mm-hmm. stuff because obviously if you're reading a creepy ass fucking story in the middle of the nighttime about someone being possessed or like demons and shit like you're gonna freak out but um she opened her laptop and saw like <clears throat> three slashes across the screen so mm-hmm. i don't know what that means i don't know if it was like smudges like on the screen before like it lit up or you know how sometimes when you're like watching something, you can see like, or like the black part when it's on. And it's <laughs> what? Why am I having struggle? Uh, <laughs> Are you okay? <laughs> Anyways, um, you know how when it's like on, but the screen is black, and you press your fingers against oh, you it, can you can see, see like the, the little the screen. Yeah. So I wonder if it was like that, or if it was just like there was dust and there was just three like slashes. Oh. But know. it creeped her out because, like, if I mean, I no one else touches my <laughs> laptop, so I'm sure no one else touched her laptop. Yeah, and she just randomly saw that. Like, who wipes their screen doing that? Yeah, that's pretty weird. Okay, and then the last one that I got, which I thought was interesting and I was not expecting at all, mm-hmm. but it was the movie The Passion of Christ of the Christ. I think it's Passion of Christ. Is it? I don't know why I wrote of the Christ. <laughs> who's, who's okay now i gotta no now i gotta fact check that <laughs> i think it is passion of christ but is willem dafoe in that movie you know willem dafoe um who the fuck is it he's the guy from spider-man it is of the christ and passion of the christ yeah the passion of the christ dang look at look at the what cast does. it's cast okay look at the cast passion of the christ cast who are you talking about willem dafoe willem dafoe oh no? who's jesus <laughs> um i think jim something okay jim caviseal caviseal boring what were you thinking of what the fuck he's not know. even in that in this movie at all i think he played jesus in a movie in a movie yeah so oh. i guess it might not be that one does he like naturally have long hair or something let's see Antichrist? No. Anti- Wait, what? No, that's that's from the Spider-Man movie. Yeah, he's the guy. He plays Christ? Right here. Oh, shit. Oh, The Last Temptation. Oh, my God. How long ago was this? He looks young in that. Pretty young. But, like, he got a lot of criticism for that movie. Why? Something about how he portrayed Jesus and stuff. Oh, he got in trouble. But, hey, he's just a good actor, y'all. Okay, so this one is actually like crazy. Okay, let me just let me just tell you that. 
Okay, so this is some biblical shit going on here. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I guess... Because, like, how else... This is not, like, a... It's not a scary movie. Yeah, it's not even dealing with, like, demons and stuff. Yeah, but, I mean, you're reenacting the whole Jesus Christ thing. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> the whole so, Jesus Christ thing, y'all. The whole Jesus Christ story. <laughs> so, individuals on set were actually struck by lightning oh my gosh three times three different times they were struck by lightning <laughs> how fuck crazy filming is that? this shit at? <laughs> i mean they probably i think there is like they filmed it like on this huge like hill at some point and obviously i mean it i was, guess it could happen but like that's crazy that is pretty crazy so but two I mean, if they times have equipment equipment there <laughs> two you times know. it happened to the same guy so what he got struck by lightning twice the same guy and what the fuck he's alive um so I don't think so the lead actor he was actually one of the ones that was struck mm-hmm. i don't know if he was the guy that was struck two times but i think that was a different guy anyways this guy the main lead actor was struck and he actually he went through a rough time after this okay he suffered hypothermia a lung infection pneumonia really bad like headaches and he actually like dislocated a shoulder Jesus. All of this to the guy that was playing Jesus Christ. That was a pun. Did you hear it? Oh. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> that's crazy, though. Yeah, that's so crazy. Imagine, like, going through Poor that guy, and, like, kind of just act in the movie. Like, that would be just horrible. God said, not today. Yeah, he was like, I ain't gonna <laughs> let you finish the movie, but he did finish the movie, <laughs> I guess. With the fucking dislocated shoulder and shit. Jesus. Hypothermia. What the? Yeah, that... I feel bad for that guy. Yeah. Well, I remember this, this, um, you know, uh, obviously Bruce Lee, right? Bruce Lee. You know Bruce Lee? Yeah, I know him personally. Oh. Mm-hmm. Anyways, he has a son named Brandon Lee who passed away. Brennan? Brandon. Oh. They both have like, well, they were both, you know, on movies and stuff. And so when he, when Brandon grew up, he started uh, <laughs> acting in movies as well. <laughs> what the fuck's going on over there? This fucking mustache, bro. It does not let me eat in peace. Continue. <laughs> leave me alone while I'm Continue. Out of my mouth. Um, but like he was in a he was in this movie called The Crow, and it was just it was just a, it's a Marvel superhero, and then so like he was like reenacting that this crow, such so kind of cool. Like he he's a a guy that I forgot what happened, but like the villains came into his like girlfriend's house and then like they killed him and then they killed her like they raped her and then they killed her and then him yeah. like he he was given the chance to come back as like this like uh, this dead like person and he like came back and had like some superpowers and stuff and, oh. and so like he came back and to avenge his wife's or his girlfriend's killers and like, he killed them one by one and stuff like that anyways the movie the crow so he was like in that um on the set one day and like there was this there was this one where like a, a villain like pulled out a gun and shot him mm-hmm. but they literally have no explanation for how it happened but the prop loaded. gun the prop gun that's supposed to be like a prop gun was a real gun and there was a real bullet in it just one and so like when they pulled it out and they shot him he like fucking like he was like damn fucking, that makes that guy look hella suspicious yeah what the fuck did they investigate him they investigated everything, and they investigated everything, and they, they said they don't have, they have no idea how that gun got there and how there was a bullet in it and whatever. Jeez. So he, like, literally, he fell back and stuff, and everybody was like, what the fuck are you doing, bro? Like, 
or no after, i think that's what he was maybe supposed to do and they're like okay you can get up now cut scene like he's literally he's just bleeding, bleeding all out. over the place so he literally died from that um, oh shit he's dead <laughs> like he died on the set so it was serious holy fuck i was not i thought he was damn so no wonder there was a whole ass was there a whole trial and everything or what i don't like i don't know i don't remember but i don't think anyone no one got in trouble and like it was not something that was looked at as a planned thing it was like some freak accident but i don't know who the f- there someone was like, brought the fucking real gun there's this whole like um lee curse like bruce lee also died on set and then like his son died on set and there's like supposedly like, the family's curse or something oh. like that anyways um but it was just really sad and so like from like he also died like with without finishing the film so they got someone else to replace him and like the rest of like the if you watch like the rest of like half of the movie like the actor like doesn't really show his face and like uh crow is like kind of in the shadows more rather than showing his face because it doesn't doesn't look like him at all anymore so but they did finish the movie so it's pretty crazy that's very interesting um interesting indeed very interesting very interesting but uh what we're we're gonna originally talk about was uh the main the main main uh course uh, course the main course we're gonna talk about what scares us not really (laughs) we're gonna talk about um the urban legends little legends that scared us as children uh we talked about in a previous episode melissa talked about how she was afraid of la llorona the the cry baby that's not what it is don't (laughs) disrespect her like that she's gonna get you at night i ain't afraid you're still considered a kid so (laughs) (laughs) uh and i'm gonna be talking about werewolves because i did not like werewolves as a kid werewolves (laughs) anyways anyways so that's what we're gonna talk about urban legends i also got another urban legend my brother got another little thing we're gonna get into it we're gonna get into it we're gonna get into it even though we've been recording for like a really long time hey 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 we're gonna get into it I'm really feeling like Chong today. Move my mustache hair out of my mouth. That's hot. Smooth, right? (laughs) I don't know how guys with like bushy ass mustaches and beards like just don't get annoyed 24-7. Yeah, dude. Like my nose. Can you guys eat? My nose is really itching like up here, my nostrils. My shit's all up in my nostrils. (laughs) (laughs) Not okay. Um (laughs) If you're a guy with a beard let us know okay so so of course um i feel like a lot of you most of you might know the urban legend of la llorona the crybaby she's not the crybaby stop saying that i mean the weeping woman the wailing woman the crying woman the wailing woman that sounds good but like you know (laughs) like if you're first like you didn't make i didn't make that up it's already a thing oh (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> the wailing woman yeah that one's like good. that one no but like if you there's like no says llorona like if you were talking like to a little girl like a little little girl oh, yeah but like you don't be a crybaby that. that's literally the translation anyways no says llorón yeah ah <laughs> no <laughs> okay so basically do you know do you think you know her story let's uh, see what you got okay la llorona La Llorona was based on this, like, one. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Can you do that the whole fucking episode, please? No. 
La Llorona. I don't know what. I really don't know. Honestly, I've seen. I know that BuzzFeed. You don't know unsolved. at all. I know that BuzzFeed unsolved like made. Okay. And the whole last episode, but I totally forgot it. It's just a woman who like drowned her kill her children. That's all you know. Yeah. In Mexico well, you're City. Wrong. No. She wasn't even in Mexico, and she wasn't even the mother of the kids. I'm oh. Just kidding. <laughs> What's kidding? going on right now? I'm home mind. Did I get you? <laughs> You were like, holy fuck. I was like, not even in Mexico? <laughs> <laughs> okay, so basically, it's about this woman, right? A long time ago. Guess what her name was? Rosa. Nope. Close. Linda? No, close. Just think of the most generic. Maria? Yes. Okay, Maria. So her name was Maria. Okay. Uh, yes. No. No. <laughs> no offense to uh, people named Maria. It's a beautiful name. No offense while I <laughs> took out the <laughs> hair in my this mouth. This is so annoying. Okay, so basically it's about how she... There's multiple different versions, right? I'm sure you guys... When you look up the story, there's like different versions. But most of them are... They're pretty similar, I guess. Basically, she... In some of them, she's this beautiful, like, super beautiful woman, right? Woman. Mm. She's just fine. She's a fine specimen. She's a dime. She's a fine as a dime. <laughs> <laughs> okay. You just got to ask her if she's from Tennessee. <laughs> yeah, because you know? she's the only 10 that people saw. <laughs> so she's uh-huh. this beautiful woman, and she meets this one guy, right? Got to ask her if her pants <laughs> are mirrors. How does it go? How does that <laughs> pick up a line go? Like, Are your pants mirror? Because I can see myself in there. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You got to ask her that. You got to ask her that. Yeah, ask her, wait. I think her dress is see-through. Oh. Like that Drake song? How's it go? I'm listening Staring to Drake. at a dress because it's see-through. That's about like it on right there. <laughs> <laughs> so. Ew, why is she staring at her? Oh, tell her, just tell her to put some fucking clothes on. <laughs> <laughs> Why is he staring at her? <laughs> um, she does have clothes on. It's just see-through. Oh, and he's looking at her panties? I don't know. He's just staring at her dress. That's all he says. God, ask him. So, God, stop interrupting me. <laughs> I don't even remember the story anymore. Okay. So she marries this one guy, right? He, in a lot of the versions, he's like this rich guy. Okay? He has a lot of money. And she marries him, and then they have two children. Mm-hmm. But, you know, as time goes by, in some of the stories, he just loses interest in Maria, okay? He's like, all right, I'm over you. I don't want to be with you anymore. He starts getting wandering eyes. What's his name? Something with a J. Jesus. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> like, I don't know. Jesus. I don't know, actually, what his Jesus name was. Jesus and Maria. He's not important. Fuck him. <laughs> <laughs> so, basically, he goes and he finds, like, another lady, right? And Maria finds out that he's been cheating. Jesus. So she goes crazy and she just loses her mind at the fact that he just doesn't want her anymore. He doesn't love her. He doesn't want anything to do with her. Mm-hmm. And she takes it out on her kids. Oh, my gosh. Why would you do something like that? So she goes out in this just breaking down, just distorted sense of thinking. And she takes her kids to the river and drowns them right before ending her own life also and drowning herself in the river, right? Mm-hmm. Um, in another, other versions, 
he in some versions he doesn't cheat on her he just like pays way more attention to the kids than he does her so she starts getting jealous, jealous of the kids you know and she starts getting angry towards them and she just doesn't like the fact that he just doesn't care about her anymore and so then she ends up drowning her kids down so basically they all end with the idea that she drowns her kids and then ends up drowning herself and um after that her spirit's just basically wandering alongside rivers in mexico looking for her children that she killed so that's what she that's why she cries out like i mis hijos which means like oh my children like where are my children mm -hmm. and the legend goes that you know if you're a kid you're being bad and you're not going to sleep on time la llorona is going to come get you she she's going to gonna think you. you're her child because her and child I misbehaves they mis they're mischievous yeah, children she killed them yeah um, I think that's why it scared me the most because like we're, we were both two children, you know, <laughs> oh. a girl and a boy. I don't know if it was a girl and a boy. It doesn't specify, but I was like, oh my gosh, she's going to find us and she's dead ass going to think we're her kids mm -hmm. and we're going to get taken. I was never that much afraid, <laughs> but I, I, was, I was not I comfortable with the idea. You got, you were a little scared at least. I mean, yeah, a little <laughs> bit probably, but I wasn't ever thinking like. I was just thinking about monsters. Like, monsters would scare me. I was like, I don't know, white woman. Monsters Inc. scared you? No, monsters, like, scared <laughs> me. But not Monsters Inc. But, like, like I don't know, I was just a woman. Like, I'm scared of a woman. Yeah. I don't know. She scared me. Just the whole idea of her. She's going to come and drown you? Face and just just the way that she was, like, that she would cry, you know, that her, like, her saying just yeah. freaked me out. I don't know why. And I really thought that she was going to come get me. So, that's our. I, and so, like, I used to think, like, well, as I got older, I was like, well, that's just a way for parents to, like, freak out their kids and make them behave, you know? Mm -hmm. Like, every culture has their own thing that they tell their kids. To, yeah, Boogeyman and all this shit. So, and that's what I thought. And when you to get less scared? Yeah, I started to get less scared. And now, like, I mean, I'm not scared because I think I'm not scared because I'm not a kid. So, I'm like, oh, she doesn't give a shit about me, right? Okay. Right? <laughs> but there are actual stories of people like seeing a woman in white or hearing her cries mm -hmm. in mexico and it's a lot of like you know like grandparents or parents like telling these stories to you know the younger generations they're like you know back in my day this happened and this appeared because we have multiple stories like that in my in our family like, from my mom's side, my mom would tell us stories about, like, yeah. not specifically La Llorona, but, like, you know, either, like, seeing witches in the air or just creepy paranormal things that would happen to family members yeah. in Mexico and stuff. How they would, like, walk from long distances at nighttime to mm -hmm. each other's houses. Yeah. And they would see something with glowing red eyes in the distance. Yeah. Creepy shit. So, I just want to read a couple... That's just Mexicans being... Stories. Mexicans. What is that supposed to mean? take it or leave it they're scared of everything <laughs> uh, <laughs> or they're just very paranoid yeah um so here's a story of uh someone you know recounting a time that they saw something that they thought could be la llorona saw or heard or whatever la llorona so this is what they said. These are Reddit stories, by the way. So these are people that, you know, posted their little experience on here. Okay. 
So it says, it was during the summer when my family decided that we should all take a trip to Mexico and visit family. I was about to join the Marines, so my mother wanted me to go see my family just in case something bad were to happen. At the time, I was with my pregnant girlfriend, who would later become my wife, and then ex-wife. Since she was pregnant, I didn't want her to leave her alone, so I bought her a ticket so she could come with me as well. Her being Caucasian with blonde hair and hazel eyes made everyone around my grandma's house curious, and a lot of our extended family came to see the beautiful American girl. Hey. That That's always how it is in Mexico. Uh-huh. I don't know why. They're just, like, infatuated with that. I think that's just a Mexican that comes out at me. <laughs> that girl's fire. She got white skin and got freckles on. <laughs> that's just your that's just your uh preference hey what's your that's name the mexican in me no please do not start she's about to freaking <laughs> rip my other <laughs> fucking notebook after greeting everyone we all started to talk about what had been going on since we had left my girlfriend was sitting next to me having me translate parts of the conversation one of my aunts who knew i was into the paranormal brought up the subject of la llorona aka the wailing woman the wailing the wailing okay is there a movie called that there should be a movie Dude, there that. is a movie I, th- I just thought about oh. it oh <laughs> that's why you said yeah i literally thought oh that's good my mom quickly told my aunt to shut up since she knew that it would get me both interested and scared regarding it how old are they i mean he has a pregnant girlfriend so yeah so they're they're, uh, they're gonna be scared maybe <laughs> she just has deep trauma i don't know okay? okay um but i was able to push my aunt to keep on going I mean, I was going to be a Marine after all, and I couldn't let a silly myth scare me. Right. Can't be a wuss. She proceeded to tell us about how whenever she would sleep over at my grandma's house, at which we were currently at, if she stayed up late enough, she would be able to hear her wails. The wails of La Llorona. My mom rolled her eyes and jokingly pushed my aunt, and suddenly the subject died from there since one of my other aunts started to talk about her son and whatnot <laughs> seeing at how serious everyone had gotten for a brief moment my girlfriend nudged me and asked me what we had been talking about i told her the myth of the wailing woman and about how she drowned her children in a river and was destined to walk along all the rivers of mexico looking for her dead children she of course laughed not really buying any of my paranormal stories that night, my parents decided that my girlfriend and I should stay at our old house, where I had grown up, since we were both adults and needed our own space. The house was currently being worked on, so the bedrooms had no doors or working lights. The only doors the house had were the ones that led to the outside. <clears throat> they were fairly new, but they were your standard metal flimsy doors that a kick or a punch could make it rattle through the, throughout the house. Inside, we had to use a candle and a flashlight for our light source. I remember we even used a bedsheet as a temporary door to give our room a little more privacy, even though it was only us two in the house. As the night went on, my girlfriend and I... S- what? He's just talking about sex. I mean, what do you think? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Why you need it there? If you, if I you- mean, I think I would be more comfortable like that. You want just the... You want just in the well, he's like, dark, he's like, unfinished house. <laughs> you want the door frame just open to the whole house. That's creepy. He was like, he, he was like a little more privacy, even though it was just yeah. us two there. I would just do it for fucking, I don't know, to feel a little more safe, I guess. Just fucking buy a door, man. <laughs> they didn't have doors yet. They were building it. <laughs> okay, so. Um, where was I? Oh. 
As the night went on, my girlfriend and I stayed up talking, and eventually we both fell asleep. I don't know at what time exactly, but something woke me up. I didn't have a cell phone, and my watch at the time was really cheap, so I wasn't able to tell what time it was. <clears throat> hmm. Looking down, I realized that my girlfriend had stolen the covers, so I slowly tried to steal some back. As I was debating on closing the window that was located right above our heads, I heard a long cry. It was a long, distorted cry. I could hear the old raspiness in her voice as if she was as if she had been yelling for such a long time that her throat was getting ready to give out. But what confused me was that her wail sounded as if it was being played through an old gramophone. I don't know if it was the scratchiness of her voice or what exactly, but it sounded like an old creepy record playing over and over. What if someone was just like pranking them <laughs> <laughs> outside just with like a little speaker? Um... She was wailing her trademark, I, mis hijos, or oh, my children. It sounds creepier in Spanish. <laughs> yeah. Oh, oh, what? Oh, my children. <laughs> <laughs> that wail was what made her infamous, not just in the paranormal community, but with most people living in the rural parts of Mexico. Mm-hmm. My girlfriend started to stir and woke up. I don't remember if I woke her up on purpose, but either way, it was a dick move of her to... It was a dick move of me to do since she would also get to hear the whales. I was both excited and scared shitless at the same time. I feel like that would be you. You'd be like, holy shit, what the fuck is that? (laughs) I would definitely wake everybody up, though. Yeah, you would. Why wouldn't you self it? Bro, there's some weird shit going on. (laughs) Wake me the fuck up. Yeah, true. Um, Shitless at the same time. (laughs) A cold chill traveling down my spine just reinforced my fear. The cries grew louder, making it seem as if she was slowly heading towards us. Mm. Side note, which is, this is not something that I really knew, but it says, there's a myth that if you hear the whales close, she is actually far away. But if you hear them far, she might be somewhere near you. Did you know that? I didn't know that at all. Ugh, that gives me the creeps. Yeah, that's also, what? How does that? That's kind of interesting. So hopefully if I do hear her, she's like hella close to me. or it sounds like it at least my girlfriend asked me with a half smile what the hell is that thinking i had asked my aunts to scare us i just motioned for her to be quiet and listen hearing my tone of voice she knew that something was wrong another loud cry passed by echoing inside the house my girlfriend started shaking terrified of what could be outside her house i had my left arm under her head and I could feel tears run down from her face to my arm. Each time the whale came, she would shake a little, and at the same time, I would hold her close. The whales eventually came to a peak where it sounded like as if she was right outside our window. Only the brave, Doing the only brave thing I knew, I pulled the covers over us and tried to remain as still as we could. What would mm. you do in that situation? I'd probably do the same thing that they did. I'd pretend like, oh, no one's fucking home, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> I'd just try to not make any noise. Would you, like, want to look out the window? I think I would. You're fucking crazy. Because I'd be like, bro. I would not. This is the only chance I'm going to see you. Like, I don't know. <laughs> Take a photo real quick with the flash. <laughs> the whales eventually faded out. And just as we thought that she had gone, we heard two wild dogs viciously fighting and slamming against our door. The door to the outside, the front door. My girlfriend had grown attached to this stray dog that we used to walk around my grandma's farm. So while we were staying there, he would always sleep on the outside door to wait for us and greet us whenever we would come out. 
The dogs, or at least what we thought were dogs, fought for a good minute, slamming against the door, snarling and barking at one another. Then, just as sudden as the fight started, it stopped. We attempted to stay up for a while longer to see if we heard anything else, but eventually sleep took over us. The following morning, we talked about what had happened. We walked outside to meet our stray dog, but he was gone. All that was left was stirred up dirt from the fight that had happened the night before. We never got to see the dog that dog the rest of the trip he would usually come around us but we told ourselves that maybe he just found a place with better owners who could feed him better Hmm. this all happened around 2008 and still on to today whenever i pick up my daughter i would ask my ex what happened in mexico but she doesn't like to talk about it i haven't been to mexico ever since and i don't think i don't want to start anything political but California was part of Mexico, and there have been rumors that some that some people around Tijuana and Southern California have heard the cries of a woman. Mm. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> it's kind of weird how that's his ex-wife. I forgot about yeah, that until, sad. until you told me yeah, at the end. Yeah, maybe it had to do with La Llorona. Maybe she cursed them. She's like, you guys can't be together. yeah so this next story it's a little short story it says all right so the story has been told by to me by my mom a few times and every single time i still get that creepy eerie feeling that someone is watching me my mom is from a small town in mexico located in zacatecas when she was around 14 she had the habit of waking her mom up to go to the restroom since it was an older home and the restroom was located outside My mom tells me that it was around 3 a.m. when she woke up and felt the need to use the restroom urgently. So she had been calling out for her mom. After a while, her mom not responding, she began getting agitated and started yelling. At this point, my mom turns around and at the foot of her bed, she sees her mom standing there. She was wearing a white robe, but had a very bleak expression on her face, and both of her arms were extended. (laughs) My mom said that she suddenly felt extremely cold and a huge sense of dread. She had never seen her mom wear a white robe. That's when she looked down and saw her mom's feet weren't even touching the floor. At that moment, she screamed and quickly threw the covers over her head. Her mom, wearing something completely different, runs into the room to find my mom shaking in her bed. No one believed my mom. Everyone told her it was a dream. Until a few days later, there was a power outage. During this, my mom and a few of her siblings with her parents all decided to sleep in the living room at around the same time at 3 a.m they heard the same undeniable wails of la llorona down their street and none of them slept that night damn i'd be so freaked out if i saw that that's really creepy and my mom just walked into my room (laughs) just fucking stood there but he knew it was her mom i mean his mom yeah like he i mean she said that it looks like her mom Mm-hmm. just like standing there and she was like uh what the fuck she got <laughs> freaked out and then when she looks again her mom's like running in wearing her regular pajamas like what's going on yeah and of course no one believed her because no one believes kids ever <laughs> so what are you still afraid of like you're gonna use it on your kids i might yeah <laughs> yeah you know i was terrified i think it's only fair that they're terrified as well well keep the tradition going (laughs) but no i'm not scared of her anymore you're a woman now i'm grown you know i'm chong 
Ain't nobody scared of La Llorona. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So Um, you want to talk about... The only thing that I was afraid of as a child was werewolves. And even then, I wasn't I don't know really scared. How, of I wasn't really scared of werewolves. The only thing I was afraid, of, it was like, it, like I talked about last time. Like the only thing I was afraid of was like, when they like really describe like the, like the transformation stage of being a werewolf, where it's like, the, like your nails start to like poke out of your skin. It's like really painful, and then you got like these canines coming in. Yeah, like the whole hurt. like the actual details of like, the transformation yeah, turning into a werewolf. Yeah. It is. And then really it's like creepy. your hair started to grow and then your fingers started to get a little longer and like the nails coming out and the teeth coming out and then you start growing hair everywhere and your eyes change color and it's like everything's painful and it's like, ah, blah, blah. yeah, you know what I mean, Ew. you like grow out of your own skin kind of. So the whole thing goes just like as a child, I was like, that's very scary. And <laughs> I'm not afraid of a werewolf, but I'm afraid of like turning into a werewolf what? for some reason. Uh, but I, d- I did do a little research on the history of werewolves and where they come from. Uh, the earliest surviving example of a man turning into a werewolf exists in the Epic of Gilgamesh, a really, really old book. Uh, it's from this. It's about this person and Gilgamesh and his friend, and they take on various quests and stuff. Written in 2100 BC. 2100? Yeah. We're not there yet. Not even there yet. <laughs> um, but the werewolf that we know of now uh, comes... Uh, from way before then so like all the way in ancient greece and poems and philosophical texts uh like for example in 425 bc a greek historian named herodotus uh described the neri tribe as just a people like a tribe of people as uh turning into werewolves magical men turning into werewolves uh, for several days of the year however the neri lived in the in the sole part of russia where it's like really really cold and stuff and it was not uncommon to wear you know like wolf skin as like mm. to keep warm so that's what they like think is like because he's a real historian like he was writing down like stuff that was going on at the time but then like it's not fucking werewolves it's just people dressing up right to keep warm but you know who knows who knows what it is uh, either way a very famous philosopher plato actually wrote uh plato uh, yes he wrote uh, about a werewolf in, in his story uh, called Lycaon, I think that's how you say it. Lycaon. <laughs> he just said it the same twice. Lycaon, <laughs> I think. Where Lycaon. Zeus, uh, where's a uh, Greek god Zeus, uh, was worshipped as Lycaon Zeus, Wolf Zeus. What the fuck? So he was like a god, but he was a wolf for some reason. Some I think weird it's just that like men have this fascina- fascination with wolves and, like, being the alpha wolf and shit. I really? think that's where it just came from. That's where you came from? Because no females turn into wolves. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe they do. Men. <laughs> um, but, uh, so, apparently, like, Lycaon was was the king of Arcadia in Greece. And uh, to test Zeus's omniscience, omnipotence, is, I don't know how to say it, <laughs> um, he, like, served him a... Uh, he like cooked up this like dinner for him and like invited him over to his house and he cooked him his own son what the fuck his own wolf son i guess so it was like his own flesh and he was gonna serve them up to see like you know how smart is this guy is it really a god can he really tell everything you know i don't know why so he killed his son yeah he killed his son and so like apparently like he before Jeez. well he knew immediately that it was like okay this is my son bro you just cooked my son and then he turned him into a wolf because he has powers and killed everyone else there. It was kind of weird-ass to, story. To Jacob. Yeah. <laughs> but that was, like, a weird, uh, like, 
you know and then there's like this just there's like a running theme that like bad men are transformed into werewolves like, as like a kind of a punishment you know what i mean it's oh. like for every time there's a new moon like he turns into a werewolf again and it's like because of he did something or he's like damned it's, it's cursed or yeah something. he's a cursed guy and a lot of stories that happens that way but i don't know it was weird i i, I just read that but there's this like this little passage that i wrote down where it talks about like becoming into a wolf it says he tried to speak but his voice broke into an echoing howl his ravenous soul infected his jaws his murderous longings were turned on cattle he still was possessed by bloodlust his garments were changed to a shaggy coat coat and his arms into legs he was now transformed into a wolf you know what i mean it's like that's just scary i want to think about that yeah i would never want to see someone fucking doing that in front of me yeah and then like if you look up like pictures of werewolves like there's some that are like okay werewolf but there's some that look like terrifying yeah that's why i feel like it's not really scary to me because most of the time when i think of werewolves i think of like oh the cartoon character right right or like the hot werewolf guy (laughs) (laughs) the hot werewolf guy yeah yeah like i don't think of like how creepy it would actually fucking look in real life like something like this if you saw that like you know what i mean like it just looks like it doesn't look natural it doesn't look like a wolf it just looks like a human hybrid wolf thing yeah and it's scary you can pop a photo right here yeah or something like this Uh, oh god yeah fuck that i would not imagine you saw that like michael jackson what if you saw that running at you in the middle of the woods right it's just like it's it's scary oh my god it's jacob (laughs) jacob isn't scary though yeah i don't know either way howling at the moon because they're angry that they're a fucking werewolf yeah either way i just like that it's a little bit of history on werewolves and that's what like really scared me about them i'm not i wasn't really afraid of like urban legends and stuff like that i was just more afraid of like the movies that i watched um but and my dad scaring you and my dad scaring me <laughs> as a child a young child of just traumatized traumatized yeah. but you know it's a good trauma so <laughs> it's fine uh but yeah i guess it's like or have you ever seen the movie did i make you watch the movie district nine mm, i don't think i've seen it it's about it's about this guy uh well it's just about the world and like this like what would happen if like a, a spaceship came into like the world um and then it's like the whole like world like exploded or whatever and then like with like media and stuff like that and like supposedly there was like this giant ship like floating over los angeles and so like then like some years pass and then like they opened the ship and there was like millions of just aliens in there dead ones no they were alive but they were like you know just regular common folk so like the people that sent them there like they their whole ass like planet like was like taken over or like it exploded so they sent them to like a new planet and so they just arrive there but they don't know how to like, work the ship or anything like that they're just regular people mm. and so like then they they brought them down and like they have like this area that's like closed off it's called district nine and that's where all the aliens live at but then like it also like goes into politics and like how people want the aliens to go out of here and they have protests like all over the news uh, to like be free to like yeah to be free but then there's also people that are saying that like no let's get these guys out of here we don't mm. know who the fuck they are well, let's kill all of them like no one gives a shit i feel like that shit would actually be what happened yeah be what happened that would actually be what happens <laughs> happens so this guy was a news reporter and he went like he was like doing a story about like going into the you know i forgot just district nine yeah 
And so like he like found this guy on this this like scientist guy who was like actually a smart one. So there's not sure we're gonna common folk. Mm-hmm. And like I forgot like what he had, but he was like making fuel to like be able to like leave the earth now because he didn't want to be there anymore. I forgot how it happened, but the fuel exploded on this guy's face. And got all over in his mouth and shit. And so it was one of the it. aliens that did that? He didn't do it on purpose, but like he was oh. looking around his house. Yeah, he he made the fuel, and so like he like opened it, and all of a sudden like it are they smarter? They're smarter. smart. Regular people, or they're just the same. They're the same as regular people. Like if you just ran a regular person in here that was on an alien planet, you know what mm. I mean. So they're not like cooler than us. No. Damn, that would be very disappointing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. So like, anyways, and so it explodes on his face and then that supposed i don't know why but that serum like started turning him into one of the aliens oh shit and it's like scary like his arm like starts like getting weird and like he starts like growing some like teeth out and his eyes start changing colors and like it's like really painful and like the whole movie's like based around that and it's like really good movie though but like that scares the crap out of me like just feeling the pain of turning into something else yeah and yeah, you just can't control it you can't control it and at the end you're just fully something else That's scary I just want to kill myself. Yeah, so it's just like, I don't know why that scares me the most, but something like that would scare me. That's why I didn't like werewolves. Was the beast in Beauty and the Beast always just a beast? Or are they like a human that turned into a beast? I have no idea. I don't watch Disney like that. Me neither. But I, I think I think story. he is a beast. Or wait. <laughs> yeah, I know he's a beast. No, but I mean like... He's an animal. <laughs> it's, not like, it's not like she kisses him and he turns into a prince, right? No. Well, she, uh, no, I don't think so. Is it? Because why would she marry a beast? Because she loves him. She fell in love with him. Oh, no. I know what it is. You don't know anything. <laughs> you don't know anything about I swear, like, Beauty, the Beauty and the Beast was, like, she had never seen him before. And, like, they would only talk, like, through, like, the wall or something. Right? Oh, yeah, yeah. And so, like, and then, like, the one day they met up and she was, like, oh, my gosh. I thought he kidnapped her. And she, he was, like, she was living in his, like, fucking lair. Maybe. But then she fell in love with him? No, that doesn't make sense. Um... No, bro. He was yeah. a king. He was a king. There's a whole th- name for that. Falling in love with your captor. What's that one movie with <laughs> Vanessa Hudgens in it? Vanessa Hudgens? High School Musical? Yes, High School Musical. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's the only thing I can think it's of. It's called Beastly, I think. Oh, yeah. Oh, I love that movie. Right, so like... So it's about that, kind of. Oh, so he, she, he had to make her fall in love with him so that he could be back to normal. Yeah, but I don't know if that's how the Beauty and the Beast one is. Oh. We got maybe. nowhere with that. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, guys. I don't fucking watch Disney movies like that. All right. Moving on. <laughs> All right. So there's this urban legend that I looked up that I, you hadn't heard of. Had you have? What is it? The one that I told you about. Which one was it? The Seven Gates of Hell. Oh, no. So I hadn't, I don't know if I had heard this story before, but I don't think I have. At least I didn't know, like, the specifics of it. But basically, there's this urban legend. <laughs> Are you good? <laughs> Dude, she's just like guessing. I know, we can't eat anything because we just eat mustache hairs. Bro, I literally, it's like, fucking... felt it, like, pulling, stringing your Ew! Ew! <laughs> and I was pulling it out. I was, like, pulling it out, and I could feel it all the way back my throat, like, coming out. <laughs> <laughs> I think that means you need to trim your mustache, man. Jesus Christ. It's a little, it's getting a little long and bushy over there. <laughs> Uh-huh. Would you ever have a mustache like that? I don't know. I don't even think I could grow one like this. But if you could, would you? No. Okay. All right. <laughs> so. <laughs> so this so. is a real place then, or it's not. You, if you find it, you so, know, so it could be like, there. It could not be. 
So it's not like a park that people go to and there's like some gates there? No. Oh, so how do you find it? Just listen, okay? Don't tell me to just listen. <laughs> All right? Okay, so the ancient Celts believed in thin places, locations on Earth where the distance between heaven and Earth was so close it allowed you to peer into the other side. Wouldn't Jeez. that be crazy if that was like a thing? Well, then um, heaven would be real. If that was yeah. a thing. Yeah, and then it would work the other way too. So you could sneak into hell? Peek into hell. Or heaven, I mean? What? (laughs) Could you, like, sneak into there? I don't know. Yeah, I guess. The Greek myth of Orpheus Orpheus, tells us of his trek into Hades from a cave on Earth. Hades. Hades. From a cave on Earth to save Eurydice. Oh. Eurydice? How do you say that? Bro, I think it's Eurydice. Anyways. These stories are often rooted in metaphor or to illustrate a moral lesson. But what if they were rooted in more? What if there was a place on Earth where, after following a few steps in a certain way, you could make your way through a doorway to hell? Mm. Would you want to go? I know you fucking would. I would definitely want to go. Bro, when I told my brother about this, he was like, where is this place? (laughs) Where is it at? Like, do we are we going or like because like <laughs> i thought she was telling me like find it look at that i thought it was close but it's all in pennsylvania yeah um and what if the story was only created because of the amount of de depravity and violence that mm. <laughs> right there mm. and violence that surrounded the area i see Today we are looking at a locked away place in Pennsylvania. So, that, so I understand. Legend that. has it only opens if you pass through seven different gates in the right order. So, it's like that's where they're talking about different places on the earth that could be possible. That maybe that's what they believed, but but Pennsylvania is one of them. Then. Yeah, this okay. this specific place in Pennsylvania. Okay. Supposedly, okay, because there's legend behind it. Once you complete those steps, a portal will open just for you, allowing you to enter hell. And then what? How do you I would not. Why the fuck would you want to be in hell? Why well, the if there's a way to get in, hell? if there's a way to get in, there has to be a way to get out. So yeah, and what if you can't? Sometimes things only work one way. Well, you talk to the devil and be like, "Hey, <laughs> I'm not supposed to be here." Right? <laughs> <laughs> okay, so the seven gates of hell in Hellum Township, Pennsylvania. Um, And there's different, like, there's two different origins or, like, um, versions of how these seven gates came to be on Earth. Mm -hmm. Okay. So, um, located in York County, Pennsylvania, sits the Hellum. Hellum. (laughs) That's why it's called that. (laughs) Township. Population hovering around 6,000, but on the outskirts, there's a road formerly known as Toad Road, which is said Toad to be road. the starting point to find the gates of hell. So these, this is this is all like real places, right? Mm-hmm. And this is supposedly like, you know, how you can get there. Okay. Um, and there's actually a movie called Toad, Toad Road. Is it? And it, it's actually like about this. Okay. I, I found it when I was like researching this and I was like, oh, that actually looks kind of interesting. Um, during the 1800s, so this is, yeah, during the 1800s, a large, um, this is one of the versions. 
A large mental asylum was constructed along Toad Road, far enough away from the town where everyone felt safe and hidden in the remote woods as to not be an eyesore. That's oh my gosh. Up. But I feel like, you know, that would make sense for people to do back in the day. The worst of the worst were brought and kept at the asylum. Murderers, rapists, and other deranged human beings. But towards the end of the 1800s, disaster struck. A fire broke out in the asylum. No one knows how it started, but it spread quickly, igniting the upper floors, burning everything and everyone in its path. Because of the remoteness of the asylum, firefighters couldn't reach it in time to save the asylum. Many patients on the third and fourth floor burned to their deaths, but others escaped. Police and others created a perimeter around the fiery ashes of the asylum, intending to capture any escapees peacefully, but not many resorted but many resorted to violent methods. Stories tell of the insane patients attacking those looking for them, and in turn the searches became hunters finding, beating, and killing the patients to prevent them from reaching the town. My gosh. Eventually, with the number of patients on the loose, the police decided to close them in, building iron gates as they searched. Seven gates were built around the remains of the asylum. At every gate, with the distance closing in, the police found more of the escaped patients, capturing the peaceful but killing any that showed aggression in violent ways. So basically, a lot of, like, you know, mentally ill, uh, dangerous, violent people were killed like where these gates were built so that kind of just you know started the whole just very evil vibe Mm -hmm. um what the police and citizens didn't realize was that the construction of the gates prevented the souls of the dead from passing on to the other side forcing them to be trapped for eternity in the remains of the asylum Legend says the anger, hate, and violence in these souls caused a rift, rift that allowed for hell to open, the gates preventing anything to be let out, but also preventing anyone from traveling in. The location became, noto- became notorious for the actions taken by the locals. They eventually had to rename the road to Trout Run Road in order to distance themselves from the history. So I'm assuming that now that's what the road is called. Trout Run? Trout Run Road. So, that's the first... Trout Swim Road. No, they run. (laughs) Fishes don't run. Okay, well, you never know. You you ever tried putting them on a sidewalk? (laughs) Okay, so then the second version of this is that there was a doctor um, who used to live in the area during the 1900s. And the legend doesn't tell us what kind of doctor he was, but... Eventually, he lost his mind, becoming psychotic and dangerous. So it's basically like this, like, deranged, mad scientist type of guy. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, perhaps in the few moments of clarity or as a way to ward off people, he constructed a series of gates, each further out than the last one to prevent anyone from entering his property. Or maybe the seven gates he constructed were to prevent anything from coming out. Regardless of what the origin of the gates are, if you were to take a trip to the gates, you'll only find one. The rest of the gates can only be seen during the night. They exist in a realm between light and dark and can only be accessed at that time. 
If you are to find and pass through all seven gates, you'll find yourself in hell, unable to escape and trapped for all eternity. Oh, what? Come on, uh. Those who have tried to look for the gates report seeing shadowy figures wandering through the forest, the smell of something burning, and screams in the distance. Worst of all, they say they know of a few who have found at least five gates, but when off looking for the sixth, they never returned. Hmm. That doesn't so, make sense. those are the two versions. That's pretty dope. Of those gates. Like, now, I, we're going to go find them. Let's yeah, go, guys. I'm down <laughs> as fuck right now. <laughs> uh, no, but what I was saying was, like, so, like, they, these gates are not really put up. They're kind of just, like, what you see when you're entering the supernatural, like, realm, right? Yeah. It's like, oh, there's a so gate here. So, you're not now physically going it. to see them. Right, right. Like, that's, like, what you see when you're, like, in that space. Right. So like you cross through them and then like the another one another one appears or is it yeah. like you have to you have to figure out which one it is? Another one appears. We so have to go. You don't have to go in order. In the correct uh, way. Oh, so like to the correct way to find the gate. Yeah. Um, I see. Because I, I was like, if there's like seven that you see and you're like, oh, I gotta pick one. And then you go through <laughs> and there's like there's six other ones now you have to like you don't know which one to do. No. You find one at a time, basically. Okay. That's crazy, though. Um. Stuck in hell forever. That's so stupid. That, that's kind of that's kind of an interesting thing, though. Like, to think that there's something portal kind of thing on Earth that could lead you to, you know, even either heaven or hell. Mm-hmm. And if you could find it, because there's so many places on Earth that like we don't even know what the fuck is there. Yeah. We don't fucking could know. Lead, could be. Lead could be all possible. the way down to the center of the earth. Yeah. Probably not. How many feet is that? A lot of feet. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then, of course, there's, you know, things to debunk certain uh, theories and... For sure. You know, saying that the asylum was actually... Never existed, but, you know be interesting to go and check it out maybe it is haunted if people have seen certain things there yeah well um what talking about hell and like there's like these seven gates mm-hmm. um, i was also wanting to talk about um if you guys ever read dante's inferno a very famous story by dante himself <laughs> um fuck, i forgot what his last name is inferno yeah dante's inferno <laughs> written by dante inferno <laughs> uh, but in the in the story he talks about it just starts off with him like waking up in this like forest and then like he's being guided by this guy who was uh was saying that like he was saying that god needs dawn to himself to go through hell through all the layers to mm-hmm. get to somewhere and they're on a mission from god um and so dante of course goes with him because he's a very passionate christian and he believes in god so he like goes um into hell and he's like shaking his shaking his boots the whole time going through it. And there's like nine layers. And so I'm not going to talk about all layers because this story is crazy. And if you want to read it, like it's really good. Well, it's not like really good. And it's also just like super weird. And like Dante is very Christian. He talks about Christian stuff. But he also like puts Greeks, Greek gods into the mix as well. And like he also like puts himself as like the hero of the story, which is like kind of cheesy. Like he he oh. he's a writer. And he likes he wants to be a writer. Obviously, like when in that time period, mm-hmm. and so like he has like 
these like famous poets that he also puts in his story and in his story like the poets are like telling him like oh you're such a great writer dude like i read all your shit he's like oh thank you so he was a narcissist yeah i guess (laughs) he's also just like kind of funny um but anyways i want to talk about layer seven specifically because i thought that one was pretty cool seven yeah so layer seven and, and it has three layers within it so like the first layer uh was for people who committed violence against others so just people okay. like harmed others the second part uh going in further into it is for those who committed violence against themselves like dang either. that's worse yes yeah, so it gets really controversial mm-hmm. and so the third is for people who committed violence against god uh which just means like people who preach against god or just like, <laughs> sorry but your mustache is just like hanging just for hanging dear off. Life on this side my mustache is hanging on for dear life today guys <laughs> Anyways, oh at least yours looks like a fucking mustache <laughs> and just feels horrible. <laughs> and so um, people that like commit violence against God, which just means like preaching against God or kind of just like preaching your own philosophy mm. and just not following the righteous way, but also bringing others along with you. Teaching so, to people. Yeah, like teaching to people that like God isn't good or not, or what's that? Um nihilism which is like the that life has no meaning at all and mm. there's no religion just making up your own yeah so, stuff so that is worse to him than like killing somebody right and so also you can kill 30 people yeah but like speaking against god you're gonna go all the way down to the layer third all the way uh third layer the seventh layer um and then also like killing someone else is not as as bad to him as killing yourself Mm -hmm. like that's what it says in the bible your body is a temple and you shouldn't like harm it or whatever Mm -hmm. um and there's also that third layer also is unnatural things like homosexuality and bestiality of course so supposedly to him you know homosexuality is the worst of the worst rather than killing somebody um at the time i guess it was kind of seen as a little bit more natural i mean a little bit more like easy obviously because right now this is laughable it's like everybody's gay dude it's just gay <laughs> like it's not like he should be in fucking hell because right? he's gay yeah so like but back then i guess that was just you know i was just like yeah are you kidding me yeah is that even a question that you're gonna go to hell because you're gay so anyways so on the first layer uh there's a boiling blood river and there's people in it just soaking but it's boiling it's blood Ugh. so like people are just in there and then there's these like a hot tub yeah and then there's um these centaurs right half that horse the half horse half yeah man half horse half man who are around the river around the bank with uh, bow and arrows and if anyone tries to escape they kill them they don't kill them but they just no one you can't die in hell oh so you just hurt you they just hurt you <laughs> really really badly some bad pain yeah so they just like throw a bow and arrow at you like get back in there right now damn so and then there's also like as you get obviously as you get closer to like the deeper parts of the river there's people that are completely submerged under and those are people that like are worse they did some worse things or whatever but they're still alive they're still alive you can't they're drowning for all eternity just that feeling of just being drowned instead of just burning yeah Yeah. well they are also burning because it's boiling water right but instead of just yeah you know they're also yeah um after that the next layer uh is a forest and then it's like just full of trees but as they get closer they realize that the trees 
our people. And so like there's like these it's just a regular forest, but the the trees are people and those are the people that committed uh violence against themselves. Supposedly like there's like birds and stuff that like eat the fruits of the trees mm. and it's like really really painful mm. and like as the leaves fall off it really hurts and like when there's an animal comes by and like breaks off some bark it's like peeling your skin off and supposedly it's because like you didn't take care of your body um when you were alive so it's just gonna get worse now and then the third layer this one was pretty crazy this is all in the seventh layer but the third layer um there's like they they get to this giant like clear area and it's full of like sand like beach sand but it's still surrounded by the forest but they get to this giant like area where it's just clear and they see that there's people just walking around and they're like very sad and then there's people that are sitting down on the, on the on the sand and those look they even look even more sad which is they're like okay that's weird hmm. everyone's like screaming in pain for some reason and there's like these like it's snowing but the snow is like little bits of ashes that like burn you as they get on like you know it's like raining but they like burn you as they touch you and then they also uh they also heat up the sand because it's like pouring out like whatever that is they heat up the sand and then make you like whenever you walk on the sand there's just sand everywhere but whenever you walk in you get like third degree burns on your feet just everywhere so you're just basically always in pain yeah and then you can't go anywhere you're just walking around in circles everyone's doing the same thing yeah and so uh at one point um dante tries to sit down on the sand and then uh, the person that he's with is like, don't sit down on the sand because once you take a rest for one second or once you take a seat there, you're you're there for 100 years. Holy fuck. So like all the people that are there that are and sitting. no one tells them. Yeah, everyone that's sitting is there for 100 years. And you just can't get up. Yeah, you just can't get up. And you're just burning because like the, hot, the sand is hot. So everyone's like walking around and like no one knows or no one knew right when you're when you're new to hell or whatever you are you're just mm-hmm. like i'm gonna take a seat now because i don't want to be standing but then boom you just that in that same state for 100 years that's fucking crazy <laughs> can you believe that holy shit like that's the worst i feel like that's a really crazy torture and so this guy like r- did all this in his head yeah like he thought about all this stuff he's like this is what hell would be like yeah it's a pretty creative guy he put himself in it well yeah but he's not in hell Right, but he like he like put himself in the story yeah. in hell. That's kind of interesting. Yeah, but I thought that one was pretty crazy. That's pretty like pretty hardcore. So you take a seat, you're there for a hundred years. That's crazy. I think that's like the thing that most people talk about when they talk about you know hell and stuff is that like people that are there are just constantly in pain all the time. Yes, in one way or another, they're just being caused and this pain just being tortured and it's just not obviously they they're making it they. The point is to make it sound so unpleasant. That you would just never want to be there. Yeah. No one wants to go to hell because why? Because that's just what we know of it. Mm -hmm. It's what we've been told. And it's just a horrible place. But yeah, that's that's one of the layers that I was like, that's pretty crazy. So I want to talk about that for a little bit. Well, so that's where you want to (laughs) go. That's where you want to go to see the freaking (laughs) boiling sand. Well, I want to be Dante. You know, Dante's like walking through there. Just looking at everything. Um, I don't want to be there. Right. Okay, so that would be pretty cool. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So if you find that portal, there has to be a way out, you know, as But above. it's saying there isn't. So then would you actually risk it? No. I don't think so. I don't think I would risk it. But maybe I would. Cause like, it's if like, you didn't know for sure if there was an if there was a way to get out, would you, you would risk yeah, it? Yeah, because I feel like there's, like, you know how, like, I feel like there would be someone in hell that is, like, a 
un coyote or something that can make you take you through the ants. No, there's no coyotes. <laughs> <laughs> you don't think so? <laughs> They're just werewolves. They're gonna <laughs> eat you. <laughs> um, but anyways. And by so. coyote, I mean. Like the coyotes that help you come. Yeah, they help you cross through the, the borders. To America. Yes. Yeah. They're just helping you cross to hell. Yeah. Or cross, <laughs> cross through it and like get out the other side. But they can't because cause obviously like in the story, like he, he couldn't, like everyone knew that he was not meant to be there because everyone knows what an alive person looks like based up uh, or like a dead person that's a soul there. So mm. everyone would be able to spot us immediately if we got to but there. But they can't do anything to you or can they? I think they can. I don't know though. Anyways, it doesn't matter. I don't think they would be able to. We ain't going to hell. It doesn't exist. Well, there's stories of people dying and saying that they like saw shit like that. Yeah. Or dying and saying that they like walked through heaven. Okay, well, they didn't die all the way, so I don't believe them. They did die all the way. They just came back to life. Right, so it's like your brain was just alive during that time. It's fine. What about people that were dead for like 30 minutes? Your brain stays alive for like... Okay, to seven. I think it's much longer than that. Anyways, guys. Yeah. All right, guys. Thank you guys for watching. <laughs> We're over here struggling with our mustaches. Ready to take the shit off. Yes. I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. Uh, this is the last episode for uh, Black Sheep Tober. So give it up in the comments. Woo! Let us know what you thought about it. We fucking did it. Yes, sir. Let's get a round of applause for Let's Black go. Sheep Let's go. And let us know what your costumes are, of course. Um, maybe send us pictures. Cool, too. That would be dope. Uh, I don't know if I care that much. I do. <laughs> so listen, guys. Uh, if it's hope, cool, yeah. Really yeah. Cool. If it's Cheech and Chong, even better. Yeah. So uh, yeah, hope you guys enjoyed that episode, and uh, we'll, we'll be see you here guys. We'll be next back to week. the regular, regular regular. I think smegular is your favorite word. I don't use it that often. You say regular smegular a lot. No, I don't. Yes. You no. <laughs> when have I ever said that any other time on this podcast? Yeah, you have. Have I? Yeah. Anyways, guys, have a regular smegular day. No, no, no. Have an extraordinary day. Regular schmegular is fine. You got to learn to be happy with regular schmegular days. Yeah, that's true. You said that yourself. So, anyways. It's a little bit of we with a little bit of cash with a little bit of this with a little bit of that. We're going to be, uh, we're going to be, uh, we're going to be, uh, all right. All right. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we got to go. We need to go eat something. Bye, guys. See you guys soon. Next week. Yes, sir. Bye.